Chapter Three of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years eighteen o seven to eight. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain, Living in the Years eighteen o seven to eight, by William Walker Jr. Chapter Three. Francis Bailey fellow of the royal society etc born april twenty eighth seventeen seventy four died august thirtieth eighteen forty four this eminent english astronomer was born at newbury in berkshire and received his education at the school of the reverend mr best of that town where he early showed a propensity to physical inquiry obtaining among his schoolmates the nickname of the philosopher of newbury francis bailey quitted this school when fourteen years old for a house of business in the city of london and remained there until his twenty-second year when desirous of the enlargement of views which travel affords he embarked for america in seventeen ninety five mr bailey remained there nearly three years travelling over the whole of the united states and through much of the western country experiencing at various times great hardships and privations shortly after his return to england he commenced business in london as a stockbroker and was taken into partnership by a mr whitmore in the year seventeen ninety nine while engaged in this business he published several works on life annuities one of which entitled the doctrine of life annuities and insurances analytically investigated and explained was published in eighteen ten with an appendix in eighteen thirteen continuing to this day to be a standard work on the subject and it may serve to give some idea of the estimation in which it was held to mention that when out of print copies used to sell for four to five times their original value although mr bailey was thus actively devoting himself to matters of a direct commercial interest he was still able to find time for works of a more general nature in eighteen ten he wrote his first astronomical paper on the celebrated solar eclipse said to have been predicted by thales published in the philosophical transactions for eighteen eleven and in eighteen thirteen published a work entitled an epitome of universal history astronomy however was his chief pursuit and shortly after the celebrated fraud of de beranger on the stock exchange in eighteen fourteen in the detection and exposure of which bailey had considerable share this science absorbed more and more of his attention his accounts of the eclipse of eighteen twenty of the annular eclipse of eighteen thirty six which he observed at jedburgh and the total eclipse of july the eighth eighteen forty two with its marvellous revelation of the rose-coloured protuberances of the solar atmosphere since known as bailey's beads are among the most interesting and classical of his writings in january eighteen twenty three the royal astronomical society was founded chiefly through the suggestions of francis bailey and dr pearson and for the first three years of its existence mr bailey filled the office of secretary sparing no exertions on its behalf watching over its early progress with paternal care and as the society grew and prospered contributing to its transactions many copious and valuable papers in eighteen twenty five bailey retired from the stock exchange having acquired a considerable fortune 
and shortly afterwards took a house in Tavistock Place, giving his whole attention to the furtherance of astronomical science. Here he executed that grand series of labours which has perpetuated his name, and the building in which the Cavendish experiment of weighing the earth was repeated, its bulk and figure determined, and the standard of British measure perpetuated, must continue to be the source of interest to scientific men for many generations to come. The chief works to which Mr. Bailey devoted himself during this later portion of his life are 1. The remodelling of the nautical almanac 2. The determination of the length of the second's pendulum 3. The fixation of the standard of length 4. The determination of the density of the earth 5. The revision of the catalogues of the stars 6. The reduction of Lacan's and Lalonde's catalogues and seven the formation of a new standard catalogue the benefits which not only astronomy but all england have derived from these laborious investigations can hardly be too much appreciated but a short time elapsed after bailey had completed his observations on the pendulum and determined the standard of length being thereby enabled to compare his new scale with the imperial standard yard when the conflagration of the Houses of Parliament in 1834 took place, and both the latter standard and the original one by Byrd, that of 1758, were destroyed. When it is considered that Bailey's repetition of the Cavendish experiment involved untiring watching for more than 1,200 hours, and this too by one who in early life seemed only able to find food for his vigorous mind amidst the hardships and fatigues of travel, it affords a remarkable instance how a man active and full of ardour in early youth can yet be enabled by the strength of his character to concentrate the full force of his powers upon a series of researches apparently the most wearying and full of disappointment an example well fitted for the earnest consideration of all who imagine that the energies of their minds can alone be satisfied by stirring scenes or a life full of activity and adventure Mr. Bailey's last public appearance was at Oxford, to which place he went with some difficulty to receive the honorary degree of Doctor of Civil Law. He was distinguished by great industry, which was made more effective by his methodical habits, and also by a suavity of manner which greatly enlarged the circle of his friends. In fact, Mr. Bailey effected in the last twenty years of his life a greater number of complete and refined researches than most other philosophers have accomplished during a whole lifetime. End of chapter 3